pull up a bar stool. Welcome, my friend. It's gonna be fun. I hope you have your drink. You're relaxed, ready to go. Talk some Facebook stuff, some business stuff too. We'll get to it all. Um, so before we go, before we start the show, um, really quick, real quick. So back in 2012, my biggest piece of uh, content that dro- drove the most traffic was this infographic, crazily enough, that I created, because um, I am not a designer at all, that showed all the dimensions, uh, for Facebook, Facebook dimensions, image dimensions, things like that. Then in 2014, I hired my designer, Leah Heckley, who's amazing, to create it the right way. And again, it was the biggest traffic driver on my website. So every single, yeah, and this was, until that day, it was the biggest traffic driver. So until today, the biggest traffic driver is the 2014 version of that infographic. Well, I just had Leah create the 2015 version, and I want you to check it out. Great, great resource. Every single image imaginable, whether it's on your page or it's an ad or post or whatever, but it's also other specs with with ads and, and character limits and things like that, too. You've got to check it out. You need this. Um, just go to johnlimmer.com slash dimensions, bookmark it. You can also download the PDF version of it so you can own it and own a version of it as well. So really excited about that. I hope I hope uh, you put it to good use. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. John here from johnlimmer.com and John Loomer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcasts, where each week I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. So today, it's about one in the afternoon. It's a little bit later than normal for for my pubcast recordings, where I'm usually rolling out of bed and grabbing a beer. Um, Today I'm working on an Avalanche Amber Style Ale from Breckenridge Brewery. Another local beer. It's the good stuff right here, my friend. Raise a glass. Cheers. That's yeah, good. Now, before we start, um, I had John Robinson on the show last week. You may have watched it. You may have listened to it because we also do video now um, when I have guests. I don't want to have video just staring at me the entire 30 minutes or whatever. Um, one of the things he bragged on me about was the fact that in my new office, where I'm recording this, in the background was my treadmill, which was in pieces. Still haven't been put together. Just sitting there. And uh, he tried to put me on the spot saying, commit to, when are you going to put it together? And I'm like, eh, as soon as I can. Well, I put it together. I think it was that day I put it together. So those wondering about me, worrying about me, if I'm you know, actually going to put that thing together, I did it. I did. It, it wasn't easy. wasn't fun, but actually uh, put it to good use the other day. I think yesterday was the first time I've used it and um, really needed to because I haven't run in over a month and it's been raining for a week straight. And then we even had a blizzard over the weekend. I don't know. No idea what's going on. But so I'm back on it, back on the horse, back on the treadmill for those wondering and concerned. All right. So. Let's, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about today. Um, one of the first things is, you know, I, I talk about this a lot, and it's do not assume anything. 
you know, I know we learn certain things, we've been told certain things to be true, but it's just not always the case, and you can't assume it's going to be the case going forward, especially when it comes to business, when it comes to Facebook, when things are so fluid. Uh, this first came up for me because um, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm adding a couple members to the staff, so always good news when you can do that. So Chris and Tonio, awesome dudes. Uh, if if um, you know you communicate with me through the through the site or through my page and whatnot, and you hear from from one of them, um, you're gonna love them. They're they're really smart, really friendly guys, and they know what they're talking about. But anyway, I was um, talking with Chris today and doing a little training, and he's like, you know, how do you, how should we handle questions like this and that, and thing is, like a lot of the questions, like Facebook marketing questions, like, you know, what's the ideal CTR or what do you think about using the sidebar and stuff like that? They are, you know, it's funny because I give an open-ended answer almost every time to most of these questions. It's not because I'm dodging the question. And the thing is, like people are, are, are um, grateful for the answer I give them. And because, because ultimately what I want them to do is think for themselves and don't assume anything. It's like sidebar never works. And then you never use sidebar and you have no idea. And then all of a sudden you could have been using it and succeeding. Or what CTR is ideal? It depends. It always depends. You can't say if you had a sub 1% CTR that your ad's not working because CTR shouldn't be your KPI. First of all, and second of all, what? How much did it cost to reach those people? Because if it was cheap, a low CTR might not matter, and you might be getting a really low cost per action. On the flip side, you could be getting a great CTR, but maybe that's all fluff clicks that don't mean anything for you, or it may be extremely expensive for you to reach those people. So, I mean, that, that's where that conversation started, and that. Um, open-ended is okay. I, I want to put the question back on to people, just kind of reframe it in a way. I mean, provide some helpful information, obviously, in my perspective. And this is what I've seen, but it's not always the case. And so, because ultimately you need to think for yourself and test. Test, test, test. Why? Well, um, it came up for me recently, and this has been, and this is, this this. This happens all the time to me. It's it's not you know the first time this has happened, um, but I, I decided to experiment with targeting website visitors over the last 180 days. Now, that sounds like something that I mean, at least to me, it's it, it was something that I, I didn't really consider doing. And the reason for that was I get around 200,000 ish. Uh, visitors to my site per month. So I've got some really nice groups of people I can target that are within a very relevant duration. So I can target people who visited during the last 30 days, target people who visited during the last 14 days, seven days. I can target people who visited today. I can target based on specific pages people have visited to be as relevant as possible and, and be successful. So why would I do 180 days? Well, I, I don't know. I look back at this and, and feel kind of stupid, to be honest with you. Because this all came up because I was running a little experiment where 
because I, right, I want to drive a little bit more traffic to my site than I do normally. So I'm going to go back, pick out some of my more popular posts of the last few months. They got a lot of engagement on Facebook. And I want to expand the net and target a wider group, wider audience, and spend some more money um, targeting those people to drive traffic, track, attract more people to my website. So what did I do? I targeted lookalikes. I tar- targeted interests. I targeted a combination thereof. And the results were overall pretty disappointing, but not shocking. Because these are people who, in a lot of cases, don't know who I am. And so they're less likely to click the link. So instead of getting that, like lately I've been getting anywhere from $0.08 cents to $0.20 cents max um, targeting fans and website visitors over the last 30 days, 14 days, whatever. And when I'm targeting interests and lookalikes, and I was getting 25, 30, I was getting 50 or 60. I, I was getting even more than that. And I was like turning off ad sets and it's like, man, that sucks. That's disappointing. But then I started thinking, what am I doing? Right? I am, so I'm going after lookalikes and interest because it's a wider group of people, a larger, larger number. Why not expand the net just among people who know me? I mean, come on. So I created the 180 days. I mean, I've had the 180 days um, audience. And I started running ads to them. So people who visit any page of my site during the last 180 days. If you're not doing website custom audiences, you're crazy and you're missing out. And um, I excluded those people who visit during the last 30 because I was already targeting them in another ad set. But the thing is, when I target 180 days, I can target like 400,000 people. Um, might have been more than that. And in little known secret that most people don't realize, when you target a custom audience, you don't have to enter a country. You can just target anyone who's visiting your site. And for the most part, I'm cool with that. Like if you visited my site, it shows that you have an interest in in what I'm talking about and you know who I am. As opposed to if I'm going to target by an interest or if I even target fans or lookalikes, I'm going to be very careful about the countries I target because some of that stuff just isn't legit. But visit my site, that's a good indicator. So um, I experimented and like, whoa, I was blown away. i like, this is not what I because the craziest thing is I've gone from 30 days to 14 days in a lot of cases and seeing better results, a better cost per website click, a better conversion rate, things like that. So it never occurred to me that 180 days would be a smart thing to do. But it, it was that my cost per website click, cost per conversion. In this case, I, I also was experimenting with my um, my ebook was down, was lower than what I've been seeing. I'm like, well, how, how is that possible? Well, it's really very easy and easy to explain and I feel stupid now that I see it. But because of the larger audience, my CPM is lower. My CPM was dirt cheap. So the cost to reach people was dirt cheap. So it's cheaper to reach them. Now the conversion rate or the action rate, whatever, is lower than targeting people who've, who've been to my site over the last 14 days, 30 days. That should be expected. But if it's cheaper to reach them, 
uh, and I'm optimizing for an action, which is easier to do, Facebook says, when the, as the audience gets bigger, all of a sudden I'm looking at a lower cost per action. Mind blown. And what's nice about it is that when you start targeting 180 days as opposed to 14 or 30, I'm not exhausting that audience in a heartbeat like you may otherwise be doing with a smaller audience. So I was really excited to find that. You know, we, we get stuck on our ways and we do things the same way all the time. Um, so it's kind of exciting to me when I like find something that's been sitting in front of my face for so long. Like, why haven't I been doing this? It's cool stuff. But um, I've, been, I've been messing around with it, though. I, I'm realizing, too, that, like, for example, I got a comment uh, from somebody like, why would you target me in, um, I can't remember the, the, the country, but it was like some like third world country. I was like, look, man, you visit my website, I want to target you. And this is true. Um, so so I, I'm not saying I, 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 that I looked at that and I'm like, oh, man, I shouldn't have been targeting. Like, I should have added some country targeting. And that's not what I'm saying. But what I realized was my website has had various stages of, you know, a business and, and what types of people it attracts. When I first started my website, I created some blog posts about how to get free um, advertising coupons. Guess what? I get those people coming to my site. And I still do. And that's from 2011, early 2012. And um, so do I want to target people who visited that stuff? No. And that's probably where I ended up targeting some of these people from different countries who maybe it doesn't make any sense. So I, I did a couple of things. I created a bunch of website custom audiences for anyone who visited my site um, uh, and read blog posts from 2015 and then 2014 and 2015 and then 2013, 2014, 2015. Because that cuts out all, all the, the stuff I'm not as proud of from my early days. Um, and how, how did I do that? It's because the date is stamped in the URL. So it's johnlimmer.com slash 2015 slash whatever. Um, and so I can do a website custom audience for any URL that contains 2013 or 2014 or 2015. So as a result, the audience is smaller, but I'm more confident that these are going to be people who um, aren't, aren't freeloaders because I've been f- pretty focused on uh, advertising and investing and all that stuff since 2013 and writing about that stuff. So um, lesson learned. And I say something for you to learn as well is that you never assume anything. Don't become a robot. Keep on testing, Right. Raise a glass, raise that glass. Cheers. Right, so before we get to some other stuff here, really, really excited to announce my second workshop of 2015. So a quick reminder that I'm moving away from the training course model and focusing instead on, first of all, memberships. Uh, so the Power Hitters Club membership. But if you don't want to become a member, you can also just get uh, sign up for my workshops that's, that are going to be every two months. And my first workshop was on 
um, creative ad design, which focused primarily on my experiment that I ran earlier in the year. This one is gonna be focused on conversions. Convert with confidence is the name of this workshop. If you go to johnloomber.com slash CWC. All right, so this is gonna occur on Tuesday, June 2nd. It'll be 90 minutes. It'll be at 2 p.m. Pacific, which makes it 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. in London. It'll be June 3rd at 6 a.m. Uh, in Melbourne. So I'm trying to make it work for everybody. So this is, this is kind of the, the inspiration behind it, okay? So this is, this is a simple problem. So you have, a, you have a product to sell on Facebook, but you struggle with reaching people who are ready to buy, scaling success to higher budgets, and achieving long-term positive ROI. So I created this workshop um, because I, I, I want you to see how I attack these types of things. So when you walk away with this, um, you'll, you'll, you'll have the following. An understanding of a four-step Facebook sales funnel that I use, a realization that users are at distinct stages of your funnel and need to be messaged accordingly, a system that will help you not only sell now, but build an audience that will want to buy from you in the future, and a structure that will help you attack content, lead generation, and sales. So this is my little system, and I want to share it with you. And you can, you can join, join me. 90 minutes, so that includes typically 60 minutes of me presenting Two little Q&A sessions in there as well. So if you go to johnlimmer.com slash CWC. Now, if you're a non-Power Hitters Club member, now I've talked about the Power Hitters Club before, but if you're a non-Power Hitters Club member, it's $147. Which is a good deal. Good deal. Because considering uh, the value of this and what it can mean to your business, you're going to exceed that $147 easily. But if you are a Power Hitters Club member, it's only $20. So one of the many benefits of being a Power Hitters Club member. So again, if you're not familiar with PHC, you get a weekly blog blog post from me that's only for Power Hitters Club members. You get a weekly webinar. You get huge discounts, as you see, uh, and a private Facebook group. Lots of great stuff. So if you want to know more about Power Hitters Club, just go to johnlimmer.com slash PHC. Otherwise, sign up for Convert with Confidence. Join me, johnlimmer.com slash CWC. Cheers. All right, so that was my ad of the day, right? It kind of came off as an ad, whatever. Um, I want to tell you a little something, a little story. I, I'm going to take a drink while I'm talking. Hold on. I, I can't really do that, right? It's not possible. I kind of forgot to take my break there. So I want to tell you a little story. Um, a little sad story, a story about a rejected Facebook ad, and it really kind of bummed me out because I have a lot of faith in Facebook, and I come off as a fanboy because you know I trust them, and um, I found that they're typically doing things in the best interests of of the user, and you know they're they're, they're making some good moves. So like when I hear people getting banned or rejected and all that stuff, I'm like, hey, man, it's easy. Just follow the rules. And if you don't know the rules, just do things that you know are right. So when I had an ad rejected, it got my attention. 
And here's the thing. It, it made no sense. Um, but I, it was an ad. It was a promoted post, first of all, okay? So it was a post that already existed. It was part of this experiment I was talking about where I was targeting a broader audience. So I had already run this ad before, and it was approved, no problem. And let me, so it was promoting a blog post called Priority List 13 Audiences to Target Using Facebook Ads. And um, the copy that went along with it was as follows. Are you struggling to find the right targeting combination? I put together a priority list of the 13 ways I recommend you target in order for optimal results. Of course, many factors influence how you should target, but this should be a good starting point. Any effective targeting methods you use that are missing from this list? And that is it. Um, so I previously promoted it, spent about 140 bucks, got over 1,000 website clicks, did really well. But then, of course, I get this notification that it was rejected, it, and it, it read as follows. Your ad wasn't approved because it violates Facebook's ad guidelines by using profanity or addressing the age, gender, name, physical condition, or sexual orientation of people on Facebook. If you've reviewed the Facebook advertising guidelines, oh, I have. I've even written a blog post about that guideline, about that rule. And think your ads should not have been approved or should have been approved. Please get in touch. Oh yeah. So let's let's go through the, the things that could have been violations. Profanity? No, I did not use profanity. Did I address age? Did I address gender? Did I address someone's name? Did I address someone's physical condition or sexual orientation? No, 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 no. I just talked about how you could target. I could run it. I'm not saying I know that you are a man. I'm not saying that I know what your name is or that I know that you're sick or that you that you are heterosexual. I didn't see any of that stuff. Or you're 47. Hey, you're 47. You're going to love this post. No. Those are all things that would have been violation. Not only that, but the blog post I wrote. So I was thinking, okay, so what else could have been the violation? Maybe it was the post itself. But I'm not advocating you do anything creepy. I'm advocating you target people closely connected to you um, who visit your website and things like that. So I was like, what the hell is going on? So first of all, I reached out and I was like, hey, I just assumed that, you know, this is a mistake. I'm going to go check it out. Uh, I I definitely didn't break the rules. And then um, they, they respond back explaining, again, your ad wasn't approved because it doesn't follow our language policies. And specifically, they said, we don't accept language like, are you struggling to find the right targeting combination? I put together a priority list of 13 ways I recommend you target in order for optimal results. Wow, in the world is that bad? And it said, instead, text must present realistic and accurate information in a neutral, positive way and should not have any direct attribution to people. No kidding. And I don't know how that violates that rule. So I basically then wrote this long, long message about how, I mean, I, tried, I did my best not to big time it saying, do you know who I am? I didn't do that. But I was like, dude, I know this rule. I've written about this rule. It doesn't violate this rule. And, uh, and then they respond, hi, John, thanks for writing back. But our say on this matter remains unchanged. However, I appreciate your feedback. Yeah, whatever. So... Um, that's where I really had to go out and, and reach out to um, an internal contact that I knew. And it, it's very, very likely that all the correspondence I had at this point was completely automated. Something in that, those two sentences flagged 
that rule, but I wish that with my responses, they would have eventually gotten a human to look at it, but I don't think it, it was. But anyway, um, I eventually heard, you know, hi, John, after some follow-up, we found that your ad was mistakenly disapproved. You were right in your interpretation of our ad policy, and I'm really sorry about the mix-up. Your ad has been reapproved. Uh, so anyway. Um, oh, yeah, and then the explanation. So as you know, our ad review systems combine automated triggers and people-based reviews. They're not yet 100% perfect, but that's our goal. So very likely that was due to automation. Um, but it kind of hit home for me because I hear, hear from people all the time who get rejected, and I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for them. Um, if that would have got me banned, holy cow, man. Now, I don't, I don't think that ever would, but I'm starting to get a whole new appreciation for what well-meaning and actually rule-abiding people go through, and especially if you don't have any kind of contact. You don't have an ad rep. You don't have an internal contact of any sort. What are you supposed to do? I mean, I guess you could just email them over and over and over and say, hey, check this out. And that's pretty much what Andrew said. Andrew Foxwell is like, just I'm going to keep messaging you until a human looks at this. Now, that could be dangerous. They might just say, forget you, you're banned. But um, that, that's, that's one approach. Now, Facebook's also working on rolling out live chat customer service. And that would have been great use of this issue, I assume. Because I could have chatted real time with a real person and hopefully gotten a great answer. Um, so I guess that's my recommendation to you. If you're going through something like this and you know it. Now, first of all, read the rules. Because I was quoting the rules, the, the way it's written. Like, this is the way it's applied and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, be clear about why you're not violating the rules. And then if you, you know, they still don't get the, the right response. You know, push back, push back, push back. But if you got an ad rep, all the better. All right. All right, I'm going to cover one more thing before we get to raise a glass. Cheers. All right, so one of the things that I've really been pushing to do, man, I want to do is, is video. And I have done a horrible job of recording any video this year. It's a lot of work, but I'm also very self-conscious. Uh, I'm not gonna call it perfectionist by any means. I just don't like the way I look and talk and all that kind of stuff on video. I'm fine with on, on audio, but the video is tough for me. And But not only that, but like getting the camera right and the lighting and all that kind of stuff. So we actually had our, our basement redone recently, and I even had a whole wall put in. It, so I got a whole new office down here, like I said, with my, my treadmill. Whole new office put in, and, and there's a wall there for, um, for video. It's a white wall, it's just a flat white wall, great for a background and a video. I've yet to do any video there. So, but you know, I've been looking for reasons to experiment with it because I know how great it is. So um, I, I've, I've started to record these pubcasts when I have a guest and do a video version. Now that said, I violated every single rule in the book that I, I suggest when creating video to upload to Facebook. 
Uh, when I first did this, you know, what was it, three weeks ago with Andrew, I would say, you know, keep it short, 30 to 120 seconds. Make it visual. Add text or something that gets the user's attention. Don't just do a talking head video. Well, I did all that. It was a 45-minute video. There was no text. It was the definition of a boring talking head video. It was just, it was lame, man. Uh, at least to watch, right? It was a great show, but I don't know why you necessarily watch it. That said, it got a lot of views. It had over 6,000 views. You know, 1,500 or so, or at least 30 seconds. It was an average of two minutes plus. I know this is a 45-minute video, but I wasn't expecting people to watch that much uh, on Facebook. And, you know, on average, they were watching two minutes plus. A lot, you know, a decent amount. I think it was like 1% or so watched the entire thing. And for 45 minutes, that's pretty cool. So I think it was uh, 235 people, something like that, uh, watched the whole thing. I don't know, something like that. But um, it's interesting. So I, I learned a lot, though. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this again, I'm going to do it a little bit differently. So when I recorded my next one with John Robinson, I had all kinds of text leading into it saying, hey, this is, and I, I also read, kind of read it. It's like, hey, this is social, the video version of Social Media Pubcast. Today we're going to talk about this. If you want to, um, um, hear us talk about any of these individual topics, skip ahead to these points. You know, it was really, really visual. Um, and there's also like a CTA, you know, click to hear the audio. It was flashing every five minutes. Um, also include some CTAs for Power Hitters Club. Of course, I promoted on mobile. Um, so it was, uh, I, I found it, every mobile and desktop, sorry. It was... It's funny though, because I think I screwed it up. Like, I, it's it's kind of ridiculous that the results were better in the first one than the second one. But it was really my fault because I think the video was perfect, the way I put it together. At least you know as good as it's gonna be for like a 35, 40 minute video, whatever it was. Uh, I've, I published it at a bad time. I really did. And as I normally publish it or share stuff at like 2:15 in the morning my time, and that's pretty much the optimal time to reach the most people and get people get I'm avoiding a lot of competition and get kind of get the momentum going on it and I instead posted it earlier evening when it was high competition it never really quite got the traction it, it was should have gotten so <laughs> I learned stuff but this is also an example of just because it doesn't work doesn't mean that the content was wrong right just like in the first one where it seemed like it worked doesn't mean that's the kind of content I need to be sharing in that way. There are things I know were wrong and I could do better. But one little thing, like time of day, can screw you up and I know that's what I screwed up. And I gotta try it again. But bottom line is I have a small sample size. I got two different videos I've shared and I can't make a whole lot of assumptions based on two videos. So, the next video I do, I'm going to do it the right way, and I will also share at 2.15 in the morning, and we'll see what happens. Now, I've, I also haven't been promoting the second video with ads, just because I got so many ads going right now. I don't want to kill you people on, on these ads. So, um, Anyway, lesson learned. It's a process, and that's the way we got to look at it, my friend. All right. Well, I've given a shout out to our bartender, and guess what? Happy birthday. Wouldn't it be crazy if it actually is your birthday? Well, happy birthday 
I'm going to pay for your tab today. Uh, I just want you to keep coming back. Keep coming back. So before we go, just a reminder, a couple main links. JohnLimmer.com slash dimensions. Share it. Bookmark it. Download the PDF. You're going to need it. You will need that piece of content. It's completely free, by the way. You know that, right? Um, also, JohnLimmer.com slash CWC to sign up for my workshop. That is it. I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it too. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.